Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK and WFPK.org Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, checking out the series. You know what to do, right? Like what you see, what you hear, hit that subscribe button. Uh, I put out three new interviews every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover the new ones, all the usual spots, including iTunes and Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or again, anywhere you get your podcasts from, subscribe to Kyle Meredith. That's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, going to be talking with a pair of people. We're going to be talking with uh, Wyatt Olaf and Chase Sui Wonders. Uh, they're part of this uh, ensemble cast behind the Apple TV Plus series called City on Fire. Now, City on Fire comes, it was a, it was a novel back in the, uh, in I think it was the uh, 2010s, uh, like around 2015 or so. And it takes place in New York. Now, the novel t- took place in the 70s. This series spins the clock forward, but still 20 years ago to the indie sleaze era of uh, 2002, 2003 in New York City. What that means uh, beyond the story, which is a bit of a a whodunit, uh, and it also tackles uh, uh, class and it tackles uh, uh, queer relationships and addiction and race, uh, it's also got a strong music lean to it as well. I mean, this is the era of the Yayas. You see clips of the Yayas on stage in this series. Uh, you hear LCD Sound System and The Strokes and Radiohead and all the other great bands of the era. So, of course, I get to talk music with all of these folks. Uh, and then, and then, and then, of course, we jump into the characters and and how they ended up in the series. Uh, now, now, Wyatt, you're going to remember from uh, I Am Not Okay with This. He was also in both It movies. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, he was in that as well. Chase, we wonders, she was just recently, actually simultaneously, she's in Bupkis right now too. And of course, uh, a lot of people know her from Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Uh, So all that's to be discussed. Let's get into this. We're talking City on Fire. It's Kyle Meredith with Wyatt Olaf and Chase, so he wonders. What's up? Pleasure to meet you both. Um, Congrats on the series, City on Fire. Um, I really, it's a gripping story. I held on. I didn't know who who was going to be what the whole time. (laughs) uh, Beautifully acted. Uh, The easy congratulations at the start here. Thank Thank you very much. Uh, By the way, you all have amazing chemistry. These these characters have amazing chemistry together. Uh, I don't know for actors, maybe... Maybe if you're a good actor, that can happen at any point. But is there a little bit of surprise when it matches this well on the screen? Uh, I'll, I'll throw that whoever wants it. <laughs> I think, yeah, there's like an X factor, I feel mm-hmm. like. There's something that you can't really describe and you can't really, like, talk about too much. Like, you know, Wyatt and I had 
early conversations mm-hmm. when you first came to New York, we met up and, you know, we talked about the character, but like, it's not something that you can, I don't know. I think, you know, you, it is something you put in work to, but there is something just like a je ne sais quoi <laughs> that you just kind of run with. If yeah. it's there, it's there. Yeah. Getting into the story, you know, everybody's dealing with so much in this series mm-hmm. and there's so many storylines. But I started thinking about like what it takes for someone to fall into these situations. You know, why for you, you know, your character is coming out of therapy, yeah. maybe vulnerability is a part of that, Chase. I mean, you, you seem like your character is just in over her head, but still sees time to take on this project, I think as you call it. <laughs> totally. I mean, I mean, do, do you all think about that? Like, like how how do they get in these situations? I know we don't get a lot of room for backstory beyond beyond when it starts. Is that yeah. a part of the process? Yeah. I, yeah, I think um, even though we don't see it so much in the show, I, I, I asked a lot about Charlie's backstory and, and where he comes from and what led him to this point in time and why we're watching him now of all times. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good point, though. I didn't realize that we didn't have that many, like, I mean, we That's have a lot of flashback, but not flashback beyond, like, early 2003. Um, yeah. I, I feel like, I mean, just from, from Sam's point of view, mm-hmm. like, she does live, like, super fast and loose. And I think there is an element in all of these characters, especially especially for me with Sam, like, she is kind of an agent of chaos. And there it's not an accident that she's attracted this chaos into her life. I mean, even by virtue of, like, plucking Charles like off the street from the record store they find each other and they're like suddenly just like getting like just like spending 24 7 with each other there is like that doesn't happen on accident I think there's like a spontaneity and like a curiosity that can sometimes be dangerous that Mm -hmm. exists in like both our characters why for you you know it's it's a bit of a coming of age story for your character yeah absolutely moments age-wise maybe a little bit past it but Mm -hmm. in a coming of age moment in your life yes yes how does that play into the way that you, you play Charlie, if at all? Um, I think what's so great about Charlie and the long, the format of like a, t- a television show, um, an hour-long drama, is like this character arc that he goes through. I think his coming-of-age story is so well represented through his struggles that he goes through that we get to see in real time and see him overcome these things. Um, with the inciting incident being uh, Sam getting shot in Central Park and. Um, him spiraling out of control and like losing his feet and or losing his ground and and trying to step back up and and find his character and be confident in who he is even without Sam's presence and um, I think that was a that was a lot of fun to play and very interesting. It's something I haven't really gotten to do before is is tackle a character in, in a long term format. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Wyatt Olaf and Chase Sui Wonders to talk about Apple TV Plus's City on Fire. You mentioned being shot. You know, Sam is shot mm-hmm. right at the beginning. Chase, does that change how you play the role, knowing like right from the beginning that bullet is headed towards you? Yeah, I mean, I, I was talking about this earlier. I think like as an actor, you you can't think like that. You can't think like, oh, and in in the 24 hours, I will have a bullet in my head. So how should I play this scene? Like, I think she is so spontaneous and chaotic that like, you can't think like that. However, I think like from a holistic, like storytelling point of view, um, again, it's that thing of like, 
there's a reason she ended up there. It's, she is, she is, you know, attracting this chaos into her life. She is kind of, in not asking for it, but she's, you know, she's sniffing around. She's, you know, in places that she probably shouldn't be. So um, I think, yeah, that's that's definitely part of the mentality. Um, some of that chaos, shrooms are a part yes. of oh, yeah. the story. Yes. Yep. Oh, that'll, that that'll do it. That Very was fun a crazy scene night. to film, yes. There's a, there's a lot of actors who, like, you see people on drugs or you see people on drugs and like, that's not how you act. <laughs> <laughs> but you all did it really well. Thank, yeah, you. thank you. Yeah, no. We got there naturally. Yeah. No, naturally. actually, we, that night, we. That was weird. It was, we were, like, so in it for so many hours in yeah. the middle of, like, the East Village with, like, all these, like, crazily dressed extras, like, yeah. all around us that we felt, like, we and fully beautiful felt. beautiful lights. Beautiful lights. Ugh. We fully felt yeah. like in a in an altered state. Yeah, it was very interesting. I've it, never like done something. I, it was very weird. I liked. Like, it was a trip. It was yeah. a fully a trip. It was fully a trip. Naturally. Yes. Yeah. I, I was waiting for a little fear and loathing in Las Vegas <laughs> moments to start happening at any point. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which it could have. It could. Uh, have. We do <laughs> open in a record shop, and um, you know I, I'll play with this one a little bit. Uh, to both of you, what would you be buying? Uh, and and not yeah. so much your character. What would you be buying? Oh, personally, mm. let's see. Uh, I'm a big Pink Floyd fan, so I would go Dark Side of the Moon. Wish you were here. Um, both of those would definitely be top of my list. Uh, and from a shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies. Yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice. It affects my mood. It affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24 hour over the counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. There by Black Country New Road, Hellfire, Black Midi. Um, let's, sorry, you, you go t- that's take a, a good, few. That's a good, that's a laundry I, I gotta. I'd go like, I don't know. I feel like Sam honestly has influenced my music taste. I'd go like Gorillaz nice. or like Moby mm-hmm. or like John michel Jarre. Or like, nice. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Now that's that was kind of what I was going to say. Now, how close are the real you with what the character you would have picked out? Yeah, um, I actually think Sam has influenced my music taste. Like, I listen <laughs> to way more like rock and like cl- like classic. Like, I've been listening to like Strokes and like Julian Casablancas like nonstop since we stopped <laughs> filming. So. Yeah, Charlie definitely listens to Radiohead. Um, okay. So I've been getting into Radiohead a lot. Um, there's there's one song off of uh, Kid A, How to Disappear Completely, which like I hear it now and I will start crying because I associate it with him and um, his darkest moments. So it like kind of brings out this weird internal part of me that like kind of categ- or like shelved Charlie and like Charlie's still in there somewhere. Um, and that song brings it back out and like has me crying. Uh, very strange, very strange. It's a very powerful song. I, I, I've got the Kid A poster over the screen there here. You and I can't see it, but uh, I used to play, I used to play that album to put my kid to sleep when he was a baby. Wow! Oh my god! That's I don't know if that's what what that's gonna do to him. I, Dark. I yeah. I mean, like we'll see. <laughs> Nightmares. <right>? Does <laughs> <laughs> really well. Does really well. Uh, and you it's know, like and, Beethoven. It is interesting, though, because you have the music of the scene, and we're mm-hmm. talking about the early odds. So, of course, we, we hear Radiohead. We hear yeah. – we see the yeah, yeah, yeahs. There's LCD, yeah. you know, yeah. the stripes and all that. But but it's different because that's not like like why you're – you know, Charlie's in a Lou Reed T-shirt. And yeah, yeah, a yeah. Hell T-shirt somewhere in there. And I know that the story originally took place in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. It Was that part of the conversation? Like how do we represent sort of that era a little bit as well? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it's like the way, you know, if you like Machine Gun Kelly now, you probably like the stroke, like mm. the strokes or have a strokes t-shirt. So it's that same thing of like, I don't, there was that nostalgia then for this music scene. Just like, you know, if we see rock stars now, like, yeah, I got a strokes t-shirt. I got a, I got a Stooges t-shirt. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did you guys get to keep any of those clothes? Yeah, we stole some. Yeah, we we there was a few. <laughs> There's this orange cardigan that I got like during a winter scene that I wear all the time, or these uh, Charlie's Dickies I wear all the time. Um, there were a few other ones I wanted to keep that they didn't let me keep, but that's okay. I'll that's go, okay. you know, next time. Season two. Season well, two. Yeah. Steal them. Oh. <laughs> I keep loving everybody saying that. By the way, all the interviews I've done today, everybody goes season two. It's manifesting, two. you know. We're like we, you know, we're trying. <laughs> And we'll be right back, right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Wyatt Olaf and Shay Sui Wonders to talk about Apple TV Plus's City on Fire. One more thing about that era, too, because, uh, and and Chase, maybe I was hearing you in a different interview. You you did bring up the the no-tech nostalgia. Yeah. Um, First off, how much of this could have been solved with with a text or GPS? Everything. Uh, Everything. Would not be possible. Yeah, Yeah, it would be done. Yeah. 
Done. Done. <laughs> uh, I would have, we would have seen each other in that record shop and been like, oh yeah, I've seen you on Instagram before. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, good to see you. <laughs> good to see you. Um, see take ya. care. Yeah. <laughs> Do you all carry any of that with you? I mean, again, I, I know we're just acting in the script here, but <laughs> but sort of leaning into that no-tech era, do you all find that, or anything from this show, like that you kind of bring with you after the fact? I mean, it definitely makes you hate your smartphone. Yeah. For, um, like, yeah, I think that's like the takeaway. I, de I definitely want to get like Sam's little Nokia burner phone <laughs> and just like live off that for a summer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Wyatt knows how to use a payphone now, so that's great. Nice. Really helpful skill to have in today's payphone climate. Um, <laughs> you can read a subway map. Yep, yep, yep. Now. Um, <laughs> uh, Chase, also, reading about you, I mean, it feels like you're writing maybe as much as acting. And because um, and I think I was reading about you writing a TV script on the side right now, too. Um, Not right now, do you, but yeah. Well, yeah. right, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you, do you find that one impulse like takes over during the other? Talking about writing and acting, do you find those two worlds colliding very often? I think it's. I think it definitely helps. I feel like, um, you know, definitely with writing, being able to act it out and like and just think about characters in that way. But yeah, I feel like um, I'm always, you know, looking for ways to make lines more natural and stuff. But but with this one especially, like Josh and Stephanie are masters and it's really you don't want you don't want to touch you don't want to touch that gold. You don't want to taint that uh, solution. <laughs> yeah. So I I stay far away yeah. from changing too much um, well, in this one. Chase is being humble. She would go on set and yell at everyone and be like, I'm changing this line. Yeah. I'm a I know with better. my red pen. Yes, yes, yes. yes. No. You know. <laughs> I need a writing credit on all of this. <laughs> Wyatt, I also see you in so much right now. Um, Stay awake. Yes. Uh, the year between. Yes. What are you looking for in roles right now? Is that is that something specific? Because every one of these, there seems to be something special in, I say challenging, not easy, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Thank. Uh, yeah, thank you for bringing those up. Um, I... I'm honestly looking more for great storytellers than I am just great characters to play. Like the the, the projects that I got to work on, the people that I worked with um, are all very passionate people who love storytelling and have these, these important stories to tell. And I love being a part of those. Um, and on top of that, yeah, these are great characters I get to play. I'm not looking for anything in specific, but if these characters serve the greater like movement of this story, that's, something I'm invested in doing. And uh, yeah, for some reason, they uh, seem to be more challenging characters who cry a lot, uh, which is great. Uh, <laughs> but no, as an actor, it's like the, having these challenging roles um, really, it, it feels like it helps me grow and uh, change my approach. And working with so many people uh, broadens my horizons, my scope, and like, that's what I love. That's a part of the reason why I began acting was to um, just to tell stories and work with people who are passionate. And yeah, I'm very lucky to, to be able to do that. Uh, some great roles and, and chasing and Bupkis, by the way, it's great seeing you uh, over yeah. there as well. It, it looks like you're having fun sticking around New York for the roles though. So oh, that's the that's dream. Be convenient. <laughs> I've gotten so lucky in that sense. Yeah. It's the best. Uh, I love seeing what both of you all do uh, seriously and city on fire. Uh, I'm really, really hoping that manifesting is a part of this for season two because <laughs> I do want to see more of these characters. Thank you. Thank you both so much for taking thank the time so to talk much. about it. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. 
My thanks to Wyatt's and Chase. City on Fire, now playing on Apple TV+. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. Hit that subscribe button before you get out of here. Do me a favor, yeah? Uh, You do that, I'll give you three brand new interviews every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on your favorite artists. And discover the new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show, Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social media spots. That's uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All three of them, the address is at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.